When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Golf Unfiltered Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Cleveland, Srixon, Zegzio, and Asics Golf. Folks, there's a lot of great stuff that's been coming out recently over the last few months from all four of these brands. And I got to tell you, I'm a huge fan of these guys, but this is probably some of the most consistently made high-quality products out there that you can possibly put in your golf bag. So be sure to go out to Cleveland, Srixon, Zegzio, and Asics Golf today. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. And now, the owner and host of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, Adam Fonseca. Welcome back, everyone, to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I am your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. You know how to get a hold of me over at Golf Unfiltered all over social media, and you can find me via email, adam at golfandfilter.com. Thanks to all of you who do send over a few notes. I really do enjoy hearing from all of you because you give me a lot of feedback, not only on the topics that we cover, but ones that you want to see us cover. And so uh, keep them coming. Really appreciate that. If this is your first time listening to the Golf Unfiltered podcast, welcome. We do this every week, new releases every Monday. And one of the best things that you can do to help us out is go and subscribe to this podcast at your favorite podcast provider, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts. We would really appreciate that to get the word out to more people just like you. Well, we are well into the first month of 2021. The golf season is right around the corner. And uh, at least that's what I'm telling myself. We still got a couple months to go. And just, I, I want to know how many of you when you out, you know, go out with your your regular foursome, threesome, you know, whatever, your regular group. How many of you look to each other and say, you know what, it would be great if we could do this more often, perhaps with even more people, and maybe even include, you know, some competitiveness in there, maybe a little bit of a FedEx point system, perhaps, or maybe even have a full schedule, a tour, even. Well, that's exactly what today's guest did. Mr. Tom Tassoni, he is the founder of Chicago Golf Tours. Now, it's an interesting concept, and Tom and I go you know, pretty deep into that scenario that I just outlined. He and his friends would go out, they would play golf together, of course, and they wanted to get, you know, they wanted something a little bit more than that. And so they looked around to see if there were other neighborhoods, other anything like this going on in other places. And while I know personally that there have been a few that have popped up over the years, there hasn't been one as well organized and as widespread as Chicago golf tours. And so Tom goes into not only how you can get involved. Uh, I am seriously considering joining this year. Uh, you know, I think uh, not seeing snow on the ground will make me a little bit more excited to do so, but this is a pretty well-organized situation that these guys got going on. They've got the North, they've got the South, they've got the West tours. There's hundreds of people that partake in this. And I won't steal any more of uh, Tom's thunder today, but this is probably 
the epitome of a regular golfer and his friends getting together, making a dream happen. And so keep that in mind as you listen to today's interview with Mr. Tom Tassoni. All right, folks, welcome back to the show. As I mentioned in the intro, I'm very excited to walk, welcome on Mr. Tom Tassoni. He is the founder of Chicago Golf Tour. Tom, it's the first time we've actually had a chance to speak. I guess this is considered face-to-face in today's world. How are you today? It is. I appreciate it. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me on. You and I connected on Twitter not too long ago. Uh, I've been following, you know, now I've been following you. You've got some great content out there and you can be followed at Chicago, uh, at Golf Tour Chicago, actually. I apologize for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into what Chicago Golf Tour is, why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about how you got involved in the game of golf? Yeah, so I, I actually got started pretty late. Um, you know, I didn't grow up playing, which, you know, if I had to do it all over again, I, I probably would have picked up a club pretty, pretty early on in my life. Um, I got started when I was probably about 21, 22 down in Florida. Uh, that's where I was stationed at. So I picked up the game there, and that was about all there was to do down there. Um, and then eventually I started playing about 36 holes a day and, and met a gentleman who was very tied to the game, and he's the one who you know became a mentor to me and, and built my first set of clubs, and the rest is sort of history from there. Nice. And so when you say you were stationed, you a military man? I was Air Force. Oh, thanks for your service, sir. Thank you. Uh, so I know that the military has a just an addiction to golf. I've had a couple on my show in the past, and I would imagine that from your experience, that's that's pretty true, right? It's very true. I mean, especially you know the base course. Um, that's where I did majority of my playing. It was you know right down the road. I got off at six a.m. in the morning, so it was wide open. Um, Plus, I was in, in Panama City, Florida, so, I mean, I, I couldn't really beat the uh, the golf weather compared to Chicago here. Yeah, at the time of this recording, listeners, there is, uh, well, the snow's melting a little bit, but it is really cold out right now, and, and uh, Tom and I uh, are in the same Chicagoland area-ish, um, and Tom, um, the Chicago Golf Tour is something that uh, you founded, it's a brainchild that you brought to the community and my understanding is it stems from a pretty, pretty uh, interesting starting point, if I uh, have your about page correct. Why don't, why don't you let us know how you came up with the idea? Uh, really, the idea, <clears throat> it started, you know, when I got home from Florida. You know, I, uh, I was basically on, on the search for just other golf junkies like myself. Um, you know, me and my buddies, we just played recreationally, and I just always craved playing in a scotch game or a money game or, you know, uh, a tournament like atmosphere. And, you know, that's kind of what got the ball rolling. Um, we, we play in a couple tournament like atmospheres throughout the year in the, in the neighborhood. And mm-hmm. I just thought this was a super cool format. And, uh, it seemed like everybody else enjoyed that competitiveness and, you know, a uh, little bit of pressure, so to speak. And now that we're older, you know, other sports are kind of out of the question here. So, <laughs> yeah. I- um, but yeah, that's that's really how it started. And uh, you know, I, I, I looked around, didn't see much out there like this, and um, you know, it, it started in the garage at the simulator hitting balls and you know, I, I mentioned the idea to my buddies and they literally thought I was crazy. They thought, you know, I would have maybe thirty guys in the first year. So, you know, I anticipated, you know, it being a good year with fifty. 
And then mm-hmm. I threw out a feeler uh, email after the first of the, of the year um, in 2019. And that email kept getting forwarded on and forwarded on. Long behold, we had 107 members in wow. the first year. So it, it kind of exploded. I would say so. I mean, 107 people, I'd imagine that these were people you didn't know. Nope. I mean, I would, I would probably say I knew, you know, close to half. Oh, okay. It was really, it was really getting into the hotbeds. I like to call them the little hotbeds. Like you mentioned, just there's little hotbeds of golf nerds in, in each community, whether that's Mm -hmm. your cousins, your uncles, you got to find the guys that, you know, are playing 40 times a year. Um, and then also there's the, the weekend warriors. Those guys loved it too. So it was just a matter of, of reaching those guys and then getting the message out and, you know, extending our reach. And then, you know, it, it all came together. So. So was the model always to have three tours? Cause right now, as I understand it, it's comprised of the North, South and West sides. Or was it always just to kind of keep it as simple? It, it wasn't, it actually, so you know, it all started in, in 2019 with the inception of the Southside Tour. That's that's where I reside in mm-hmm. Oaklawn here. So, um, but the bigger the Southside got, especially after last year, we had 137 guys. You know, we started to get, you know, a pretty big demand from the West, obviously being a, a huge component of the Chicagoland golf area or community, uh, as well as the Northside. So, you know, it only made sense. We we rebranded, so to speak, from a Southside Tour to the Chicago Golf Tour, and now, yeah, we'll have we'll have three active tours in in twenty twenty one here. That's incredible, and uh, you know, just folks, if you go out to shygolftour dot com, you get a sense of just the scope, Tom, of what you've put together. So, how does the the typical season look for one of your tours? So a typical season is it's a 12 event schedule per tour. Uh, we play six regular events, four majors, a playoff and a championship. You're guaranteed 10 events and we run our schedule parallel with the PGA tour. So, you know, when the masters is on in April, we're playing our masters. It kind of, you know, it builds up the, the atmosphere and, and gets guys, you know, jacked to play that event. Um, we also utilize a FedEx point uh, system, just like the PGA tour. Um, so we, you know, we kind of modeled it. Basically we're, we're just a bunch of amateurs looking to, to make that, you know, uh, PGA tour dream, you know, come true. So that's, that's really the, the model here. That's, that's so much fun. And, you know, as I'm learning more about uh, the Chicago golf tour, it just, it sounds like such a great time just to go out and, and network and meet a few people that all have the common interest of golf. Um, and, and as I understand, you know, there's, uh, handicaps are involved for this. They are. Okay. So and it's, so it's a, it's a flighted net handicap. So we get, you know, we get guys that are, you know, in, in the, in the mid twenties and we have guys that, you know, are, are pluses, you know, some wow. of the best amateurs in the state, um, you know, over the last two years, the average handicap is, has been about 12 to 14. Hmm. Um, and then as well as the age demographic, it's been around 38. Um, I think this year we're going to increase that a little bit uh, just because we're taking on on more guys. So it's just overall, it's just a bunch of amateur golfers that like to compete. Like I said, these guys, you know, it's it's definitely not a beer league, but 
you know, we're not too uptight. We like to, you know, keep it, you know, even keel. Mm -hmm. Um, Just guys that like to go out and play. I'm glad you brought that up because one of the questions I was wondering level of play and, and how serious for lack of a better phrase, people take it because you sometimes hear about leagues, you know, this, this isn't a men's league, right? This is something where you actually want to come out and compete and, and feel that pressure, as you said earlier. Absolutely. So one of the biggest things that, you know, I didn't even forecast was, um, so when you go out and play your official round, right, you have to play with one other member on tour to attest for your score. Um, and before the first tee box, you need to declare to your partner, whether that's, you know, going to be your official round or your practice round. Hmm. And I couldn't believe the first event where I looked over at my buddy and I said, Hey, this is going to be my official round. I can't make it back out here. And then I stood over my first tee shot and it felt like, you know, (laughs) I was at Augusta. Like (laughs) I was nervous because I knew that that score was going towards official scoring, whether I liked it or not, it was going, it was going up on the website. It was going up on the leaderboard for everybody to see. So it definitely builds some pressure and, and creates, you know, a, a tournament-like atmosphere. Now, I haven't played in too many situations like that where, you know, you get that feeling. Like maybe maybe a money game with my friends sure. uh, when I'm down and I just pressed. Right. But, uh, you know, that sounds like a completely different spin on the game that a lot of us who – I did not play competitively in high school or college or anything – uh, that's that's a new taste of the game that I think maybe uh, a lot of people would appreciate. Yeah, it's just it's it's a little bit you know it, it's different. It's you know it's, and don't get me wrong, I I absolutely enjoy going going to slap around with guys that you know really aren't taking it too seriously and just maybe like to have a beer or two. Sure, sure. Uh, you know I'm I'm all about that, especially you know networking. Um, you know, over the years I've learned to maybe not take it so seriously. The game. <laughs> Sometimes it works out better for me, but you know, um, during the official round, yeah, it's, it's, it's all business. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty funny, you know, even in the playoff finale last year. Um, so our, our format is, is pretty unique and into where, you know, for our majors and for our playoffs, because they're worth more points, we do a random computer generated pot hmm. and you have to play with one other member and you might not know one other member in that pot and you got to go out and play with them. Hmm. So it, it creates a little bit of pressure going in because you're like, man, who's this other guy I'm playing with? Um, and then again, you got to go, you have to go show your game. So, you know, if you were up to the course and, and you're supposed to be a nine and you're playing with this guy and you fire a <laughs> 95, he's going to be like, man, I thought you were a nine. Um, so there's, there's definitely, you know, some strategy. There's, there's definitely some some nerves, a whole lot of them, especially come, you know, playoff and in and championship. Um, but yeah, it's it's a ton of fun. And man, I'm I'm getting nervous now, like because <laughs> you and I were talking a little bit. A few buddies of mine uh, have been uh, keeping a close eye on on the Chicago Golf Tour. We're going to try to maybe play it this year. Um, and you know, the the guys I play with, they're really strong players, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they will enjoy the hell out of this, I'm sure. Right. Um, and not only because of the camaraderie, because you get to meet some new people, you get to play against people to kind of keep you honest, like you just pointed out. But you also get right. to play some pretty 
some pretty interesting courses. I mean, just to name a few for our listeners, we've got George Dunn National, we've got Old Oak Country Club, we've got Glenn Woody, Cinder Ridge, Ravislow. I mean, you guys uh, partner with quite a few courses. We did, and the uh, the 2021 schedule is is looking, you know, pretty fire. I mean, we uh, we're almost finalized in the, in the north and the west. And I, you know, I'm a, I'm a little jealous of those guys. I might jump on the West side tour this year, just because of, of the courses. Um, it's a gold mine out there. So, yeah. um, but yeah, we're, we're going out to Cantigny this year. Uh, you know, Orchard Valley, the Glen club. Um, we got a lot of great tracks on the 2021 schedule. Um, and it was, it was ma- mainly molded around um, flexibility. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's how, you know, the format started was, you know, how do, how do we bring flexibility not only to the players, but the courses as well? And that's why we give our members two weeks to play uh, each event. Mm-hmm. And that's for a couple of reasons. So the summertime is super busy, right? You have a wedding, a birthday party, that weekend is gone. Uh, so we give our players two weeks, not only for that reason, but for the courses as well. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you've played in your fair share of, of one-day outings or corporate events. Sure. In my opinion, they are brutal. They take forever. You know, the, the course is congested and we alleviate that problem by playing over two weeks. We sprinkle our guys, you know, on a course T-sheet over two weeks and they really don't ever know we were there. You know, I mm-hmm. have, uh, you know, guys that are brokers, lenders that play at 6 a.m. on a Tuesday. And then I have the older guys that like to play in foursomes uh, on Saturday, Sunday. So we we kind of mix it up. And, um, yeah, the, the flexibility is by far the biggest compliment that we've received. Yeah, that, that makes it so easy to get involved because I think people who might be uh, interested in joining something like this, they need to know the commitment right. or they're, they're wondering about the commitment. And this, like you just uh, explained, makes it very easy to get involved. Right. And you don't have to play every event. You know, obviously, the, the more events you play, you earn you earn points based on completion of each event. So understandable if you, if you have something going on a week or two, um, obviously you want to try to make all the majors because they're worth a little bit more, but yeah, it's, it's entirely up to you. And and we try to cater to, you know, the player's schedules. I guarantee you that if I won the masters, I would tell people I won the masters. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So we have guys that do that. I, I, God bless them. Um, so, uh, getting involved then what, you know, walk me through how I get started. Would I sign up at the site? Is there a, an entry fee? All that. Yeah. So if you go to our website, shygolftour.com, it'll take you right to the, uh, the landing page. You could register there. Um, you also have access to, to tour the website and, and check out the, the schedules for 2021. Um, also there's more information there. Um, and then, yeah, the, the entry fee, is $200. That's for just uh, one tour membership. You could potentially play on all three if you, you know, if you don't have a family and, and, <laughs> and um, you know, the time. Yeah. But yeah, um, everything's laid out there for you. Um, but yeah, shygolftour.com. And uh, for the entry fee, uh, which is totally reasonable, um, does that... Uh, equate to anything at the courses i mean obviously they're waiting for you to come uh, and they're probably going to welcome you with open arms yeah so the entry fee solely goes towards event payouts and then Mm -hmm. end of year purse okay so um 
what we do is we go to these courses and we negotiate the greens fee and food and beverage fee. So we get you discounted rates on, you know, greens fee, food and beverage for that entire two weeks. So if you go play your practice round, you'll play your practice round and your official round at the same rate. Hmm. Very cool. Very cool. And so, and once again, uh, folks listening to this and viewers on YouTube, these are not insignificant courses. I mean, uh, you know, Tom mentioned it. There are some hidden gems throughout the Chicagoland area uh, and beyond even that if you've not had the chance to experience, this might be a good way to do so. And, you know, you named a couple courses right off, right off the bat, mm-hmm. like Cantigny is one of my favorites, if not my favorite. Uh, the Glen Club is absolutely outstanding. Right. Uh, this is just a true test of golf for people who really want to experience something like that. Yeah. I mean, we, we try to, I think, I think we get complacent sometimes. I think we're very spoiled in Illinois with the amount of great tracks we have. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in the West, in the North, I mean, all over really. But, um, you know, the, the amount of courses that we have in Illinois, just in general, like, you know, I've been, I've been waiting to go play Bull Valley. Like I've been looking yeah. at pictures on Twitter and, um, what was the one I seen the other day? Um, was it Sycamore? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we're just, it's, and it's, it's not that far. You know, it's, it's, you're looking at maybe a 30 minute drive, but you know, I get it. We tend to, to stay in our regions. Um, that's kind of why we developed the, the North, the West and the South. Um, but yeah, there's, there's just a bunch of gems all over the place. And, um, you know, especially, you know, the heritage bluffs that don't get a whole lot of love. Yep. Um, and that course is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely phenomenal. I actually had the opportunity uh, to go out there with a buddy of mine, uh, Chris McEwen, who shot a, a commercial there. And it was it's just a great, unique golf course. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a good test for anyone of any caliber. You know, and Tom, uh, as you've you've gone through this now, we're getting into 2021. The season is just around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I'd like to tell myself so I can get through these cold days. <laughs> uh, what's been the most rewarding part of doing this for you? Basically, building the game, so to speak. I know that might, you know, that might not sound like it's it's growing the game, but you'd be surprised how many guys, you know, email me or, or reach out to me and say, hey, you know, my softball, my basketball days are over. I, I picked up a club and I've, I've heard about what you're doing. Uh, I'd love to come join. And it's it's honestly, it's, it's bringing guys, it's the whole networking factor. And then, you know, just the golf community, us golf nerds, you know, it, it's something that I don't think people understand, especially yeah. very passionate golfers. Um, but yeah, it's basically just bringing everybody together from their certain neighborhoods and being able to compete, you know, um, in something that we we really haven't, <clears throat> like you mentioned, we haven't done that before, you know, whether it's been high school or, or collegiate, you know, we don't really know what that's like. Um, mm-hmm. But playing on the, the Chicago Golf Tour, you, you figure that out pretty quickly. Oh yeah, I could imagine so. And I, I could also just imagine some of the stories that are shared, some of the, you know, you get to learn a little bit about different neighborhoods and, and different mm-hmm. courses that people have played. So it sounds like it's a great opportunity, you know, to even play beyond the tour. I mean, if you, you probably make a lot of friends out there and say, hey, let's go play next weekend too. Right. Absolutely. And getting back to the networking thing, you know, it, it's it's definitely brought a lot of guys some business. Um, so whether that's, you know, you're involved in real estate, or, you know, you're a, a lender, what have you. Um, 
guys are, are definitely looking towards, you know, other avenues to, to bring a client out or to meet guys. Um, and then it's just your standard golfer. You know, a lot of guys are like, you know, they're trying to find places where they can meet other guys that, you know, maybe play three times a week or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just, it's just a great community of, of golfers looking for other golf, you know, like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have it all the way from the North to the South and now the West. So how about age group? Is it span pretty much a wide range? Yeah, it's pretty wide. I mean, um, it's definitely, it's definitely not, it, I would say, so over the last couple of years, it's been about 38 is probably okay. the average, you know, and, and, and I'm 34. So that's, that's still pretty, pretty young, but we have mm-hmm. guy actually a member just signed up yesterday, 71. No kidding. Yeah. This, this guy emailed me. He said, Hey, my dad, he asked about tees. He said, you have, um, you know, designed tees for certain age or group. And I said, we do, we, we play combo tees depending mm-hmm. on handicap or age. Mm-hmm. And he said, my dad's 71. He he's looking to join. And then all of a sudden I got an email from his father with his CDGA number and his payment. And I'm like, God bless him. I mean, <laughs> to be 71 still playing that. I mean, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's pretty golf, cool. That's golf for you. Yeah, that, that is golf for you. It, it appeals to just a wide range of different people, different ages. And that, that just sounds like a hell of a time to go out there and do that. Now you had mentioned uh, the immense volume that you got in year one, something that was even beyond what you expected. Mm-hmm. What's been the biggest challenge for you so far? Um, I would say so far, it's probably been the pandemic. Um, although this past year, you know, we were, we're fortunate to where, you know, with our format, like I mentioned, you only have to play with one other member, you know, on tour. So last year's whole twosome rule mm-hmm. played right into our hand. So that wasn't an issue. It's the volume that the courses are getting, which in turn is kind of um, hindering us because they're like, well, you know, we were, we were pretty busy last year. You know, why do we need to discount you or, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't need to discount you, which I definitely see both sides of that. I understand it's a business. Um, we're just looking to, to build relationships with these courses and we're looking for longevity here. So, yeah. but that's probably been the, the biggest hurdle. Um, other than that, I would just say, you know, getting the word out primarily to, you know, the North side or in the West side where we don't have, you know, um, a lot of family or friends. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just trying to reach as, as many people as possible at this point. That's that's a good problem to have because right. you're definitely going to have a lot of ears listening to this. Uh, hopefully a lot of eyeballs on, on YouTube. Uh, and once again, folks, go out to their website at shygolftour.com. And you can also follow them on Twitter and social media at Golf Tour Chicago and, and go get involved. And listeners, I know that this is a very Chicago specific episode, mm-hmm. uh, but there's a lot of you that listen. And, you know, I know I could think of a few names right now that I'm going to text as soon as we're done with our conversations. Like, we got to go do this. Uh, you know, it, you are correct. The pandemic, um, you know, hopefully we've we've turned that corner. Hopefully 21 is going to be another year where golf just sees this huge boom in the industry. Right. Um, for course, because there is a lot of courses that listen to this, too. Mm-hmm. Do you, are you accepting new courses to get involved? How does that work? Absolutely. I mean, 
for me, I obviously I'm, I'm a little biased here, but in terms of, you know, in terms of generating outing revenue mm-hmm. and not having your course congested on one day and still allowing um, courses to operate under normal capacity. For me, that's a no brainer. And that's, mm-hmm. that's part of what went into, um, you know, running this whole thing was, you know, how do we alleviate that course congestion? How do we minimize communication between, you know, ourselves and the course so that it's not com- complete chaos? Um, basically, if, you, if you're looking for, you know, uh, some exposure to your course and guys that play, you know, 40, 50 times a year and, and they're willing to, to drive back to your course and, um, you know, we're, we're sitting here with, with open arms waiting for, for courses to, to email us, but I, I get it. Those guys are busy. They're, sure. especially this past year, they've been swamped, but yeah, we're, we're definitely open to, um, really anything. I'm, I'm very flexible. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure we could work something out. Are you already uh, partners with Cog Hill at all? We are. Okay. Excellent. Cause I was about to call out a name right now. Cause I know he listens and I was like, look, you got to get involved. So, but so, that's good. Yeah. So cog is actually the only course that is on both on two schedules. So they're on the really? South side. Yeah. Um, they're on the South side and the West side tour. Oh, cool. Yeah. Just because of their geographical location. Um, mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense. Um, there could be a potential course up north that we're currently partnered with, mm-hmm. um, that that might double dip as well. But for the for the time being, yeah, Cogs Cogs the only one on both schedules. Excellent, excellent. Well, uh, listeners now out there, if any of you are at one of the courses, and I know who you are, <laughs> be sure to let me know. I'm sure I'll get you in touch with Tom. And uh, Tom, thanks so much for coming on. And once you get once again, folks, go out to uh, their website at shygolftour.com. Learn all about it. They got a great thing going here. It's a great way to learn uh, not only more about different courses in the area, to go play them, experience them, to have a little bit of competitiveness in there, uh-huh. and also to uh, to just meet some some pretty cool people. So, Tom, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me. <laughs>